Hammer continued his climb, wielding a glittering sword even after Farood had felled his horse. Farood loosed a second arrow that pierced Bishan's shield, but did not go through his armor. As Bishan rushed forward on foot, the young lord of Kalat turned his horse around to gallop toward the castle. A desperate cry went up from the ramparts. Bishan gave chase and slashed at Farood's horse near the gates of the castle. The horse fell, but Farood managed to slip inside. The sentinels quickly shut the gates and rained rocks down on the bellicose Iranian knight. Now it was Bijan's turn to taunt. So where is your courage now? Mounted on a horse, you ran away from a man on foot! You should be ashamed! Bijan returned to the Iranian camp in triumph. Two swore an oath to raise the castle and soak the rocks of the mountain with Farood's blood. That night, Farood's mother had a dream in which a fire devoured their fortress. Troubled at the meaning of her vision, she ascended to the ramparts and found the surrounding mountains crowded with enemy soldiers. Then she went down and told Farood that their fate was sealed. Farood said, We cannot fight fate. My time has come. My father died unjustly at the hands of Gurui. Bijan will be the name of my killer. But I shall not beg for mercy. I will die free. With this, he armed his men and suited up for war. As the sun rose on the dome of heavens and the trumpets of war blared, Farood led his men out the gates of the castle. They fought a heroic battle until the sun reached its zenith. When all of his men had fallen, Farood turned around and galloped to the gates of the castle to escape the tightening circle of the enemy. He rode right into an ambush Bijan had set for him. As they engaged in combat, a companion of Bijan's by the name of Roham came up behind and slashed at Farood, severing his arm. In great shock and severely wounded, Farood escaped the ambush galloped to the gates of the castle and barely managed to slip in. Then he dismounted and collapsed on the ground in a pool of blood that gushed from his wound. Jarire came to the side of her dying son. As he took his last breaths, she silently <laughs> lamented that her son was dying without having reached the age at which he could inherit the crown. Farood looked up at his mother and whispered his last request. Nothing should go to the enemy as the spoils of their victory. Bijan should not gloat over our treasures and women after he takes the castle. <laughs> Jarire promised to fulfill her dying son's last request. Following their master's wish, Farood's loyal consorts and attendants committed suicide by 
flinging themselves from the ramparts of the castle. Jarire burned all the treasures in a great fire and killed or hamstrung all of the horses in the stable. <coughs> Having denied the enemy the spoils of that unjust war, she stumbled back to the side of Farood, spattered as she was with the blood of the horses that she had killed. Jarire lay down, put her face on her son's cold cheek, and split her side with a dagger. When the Iranians entered the castle, they found the dead bodies of mother and son. There was no one to enslave, and nothing to plunder. 